What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. Busy weekend for sure. Uh, I, what did you do over the weekend, Ken? Uh, there were bakeries involved. Uh, there was Ooh. a farmer's market. <laughs> I love the farmer's market on the bluff mm-hmm. uh, because mushrooms, check. Fresh vegetables, check. Michigan strawberries. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. They are good this year. And you bypass the meat person, but the meat person sometimes <laughs> has fish, though, right? The meat person does sometimes have uh, fish. I think they have smoked fish and stuff like that. Ooh. We didn't get any of that this weekend. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? What'd How you? is the mushroom guy? Uh, mushroom guy is great. He's good. He's, he, you know, he's a fun guy. Have you, have you, <laughs> ha, I was waiting for that. That was kind of setting you up. You for set that me one. up. You totally set me um, up. You haven't started growing your own mushrooms in your no, basement yet? No, I've got the whole kit. Yeah. I, and I've got the spores, uh-huh. and they're sitting in the fridge, but I haven't started yet. Yeah, I don't know if I can do it. I mean, I've got, I, I like, I don't know if I could start, like, even the mushroom guy, but, oh, no, it's easy. You just do this, 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 like, two, three things, and he's like, and then you're good. And it's like, I don't, I don't well, know if I could do it well. There are two levels. There are two levels to the mushroom thing. You can you can buy the kit that's in a bag. Right. And all you do yeah. is you, you puncture the bag. Maybe you spray it a couple of times yep. and wait for the mushrooms to grow. So and there's that. Pretty simple and easy. Pretty simple and easy. Uh, I took the next step. Oh. <laughs> I took the next step. It's got a light. It's got a heating pad. It's got spores that you have to put in these sterilized jars. And there's growing medium and... Yeah. Not much different than growing something, sprouting something in your house. No, no. But I mean, again, it's, it's a lot of steps. It's another hobby. You ever tried to grow potatoes in your basement? I have not. Have you? I've seen videos and I've been tempted to do that as well. They, it sounds like they would be soft. I don't Don't know. Don't they need sunlight or something? Not really. They were like, you could pretty much, yeah, like do, do a bucket and you're pretty much good to go. Like there's not a lot of maintenance. There's just, you know. Add some dirt, add some water <laughs> I've seen the as tires. it continues to grow. Have you seen the tire videos where they grow the potatoes in the stack of tires? No, but that sounds fun. Oh, yeah. So they, they, they start the potatoes in, I think, one tire or, or maybe they put yeah. they stack a bunch of tires. Anyway, the tires keep stacking up. Sure. And every time you want to harvest potatoes, you pull a tire off and you get a bunch of potatoes. And Look then at that. the next time. Pull another tire off. So it's vertical growing, vertical agriculture. I love vertical growing. I, I love the unconventional ways of growing stuff because yeah. it's like, you know, some people live in cities or may not have a good backyard or maybe yeah. not have enough sunlight. It's like, no, no, you can do all these different things. <laughs> grow them in your basement, grow them in this part of your house, yeah. just a little light and things like that. It's uh, it's awesome. I floated the idea of turning the entire house into a greenhouse this weekend. How'd that work out? Didn't work out. No? No. I mean, not the entire house. If you do well, one room, the top floor. If the t- you know the top floor gets the most sunshine, okay. Why wouldn't you turn it into a greenhouse and then live on the set on the first floor? It's not a bad idea. Yeah, I would vote for it. Okay, all right. That's but I don't live with you. So <laughs> just go back and say Johnny says it's okay. Johnny said it's fine. We're, we we let's try it. And so you get they get outvoted. Mushrooms in the basement, vegetables, fruits and vegetables in the top floor, and then and, the uh, first floor is for. Eating. And, and your potatoes on your stacked tires. <laughs> How was your weekend? Uh, it was pretty good. What'd we went uh, Saturday, we went to the uh, Pride Fest nice. in Benton Harbor. How was Perfect it? Perfect weather. Yeah. Oh, my gorgeous. Gosh. So good. A lot of people there. 
Uh, so that was a lot of fun. Jocelyn was there. She was selling her uh, books and plants. Nice. Sold a lot of books and plants. Sweet. Uh, so that was also good. Right there under the shade, too. Oh, she like got that, shade. She got the shade. Oh, that's uh, good. Well, she's a VIP. Because <laughs> she did, did what I usually do when I go places and says, do you know who I am? Ah, very And nice. they were like... No, please move your car, ma'am. <laughs> but no, that was a, it was a great event. Uh, there's food trucks. There was tons of great people. Uh, yeah, you couldn't ask for better nice. weather. Yeah. Um, and just overall, pretty solid. Good. Yeah. But then yesterday, I waited for the rain to show up. Yeah. I just kind of sat there looking out the window like, come on, rain. <laughs> and actually, the Tigers game, they, they pushed the game back. To, uh, an hour earlier so that they could beat the rain. And I think that was a great idea because mm. as I was watching the radar, we had a little bit of rain in the morning. And then uh, as it was making its way to Detroit, I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, if you guys have been playing like, say, noon, one yeah. o'clock, you would have got to probably two, three o'clock and that, that storm would not have been good for them. Wow. Um, but they, uh, the, the rain and the starting uh, a little bit earlier didn't help them because, no. well, they, they lost yesterday in extra I, innings. I didn't know you could pull up the time of a game, the start time. You can move it. Oh. Yeah. No, you can, yeah, you can go back an hour. You can go forward an hour. You can do, you can schedule it any way you want. I mean, I'm always, I'm familiar with the rain delay, but the rain mm-hmm. start early that that seems yeah. to just mess up a bunch of stuff they did it they they made the announcement actually uh bob bucholtz our sales manager who's yeah. a huge uh huge, tigers fan huge and uh i call him my uh my eagle eye or my watchdog <laughs> he he lists he listens wsjm more than i do uh but he keeps track of that stuff and as, as soon as he was listening to the game they said oh yeah what we're going to do is we're going to move the game from a 12 yeah. start to we're going to or, or uh I think a one o'clock start. They were like, we're going to move back an hour to, to noon to try huh. and beat the storm. Wow. So I was ready. I was prepared, made the changes. It was good to go. Wow. Hi, Bob. Yeah. Thank you, Bob, for uh, for doing that and listening. <laughs> That's but yeah, right. didn't, it didn't work out for them, but they did get one over the whole weekend. Yeah, they got one. They got one out of the three. But they are still, I think, four games back from first. Yeah. So yeah, Steelhead the uh, triathlon the seventy. Yeah, they had to change things. They had so they had they have a, a transition space. They have a gathering Ooh, space okay. where everyone gets ready because they have a rolling start, and it was set to start yesterday. I think around six thirty. They had to pull that back because of the the inclement weather mm-hmm. in the morning, um, and then they had to move the final awards ceremony at night because again the storms came back. Right, but in between it was good enough. Weather for them, uh, the two top finishers, uh, Brian Mooney finished overall top, four hours, six minutes, 17 seconds, and Amanda Almond, four hours, 53 minutes, 41 seconds. That's uh, swimming, 1.2 miles, biking, 56 miles, and then running, 13.1 miles. So that puts, uh, let's see, the top men's finisher, Brian uh, Mooney, at five minutes, 41 overall mile pace. So what? he's covering a mile every, well, because of the biking. The On bike, the biking side, okay. The okay. biking brings okay. it up. But but you combine all the, the swim, the run, the bike all together. Uh, he had a four, uh, five minute, 41 uh, second pace overall. And wow. uh, Amanda had a six minute, 58 second pace. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so they're covering, they're, they're yeah. booking it. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm hitting the bakery. <laughs> it's like, can you give me another one of those oatmeal cream pies, please? <laughs> yeah, the, t- the time for me to finish it would be non-applicable because uh, I wouldn't finish probably the swim. I would have been like, uh, 
holding on to the buoy. Just come on, come Can you get. bring that kayak a little closer? <laughs> this was a bad choice. I have had, I think one of my brothers did the, um, he did like one of the, I think, I don't know if they did the 70.3 or they did even like a shorter one, but yeah. it was like a relay where like oh, you, yeah, one person does the swim, one person does the bike and one person does the run. I think nice. he did the bike part and it's oh. like, okay, maybe I could do that yeah. if it's a short distance, like, yeah. you know, 10 miles or something like that or 20 miles. Maybe I could do that. Yeah. Not fast, but I would just be cruising. Yeah. It seems like that would be a good way to break into yeah. it if you've not done it before. But that that whole once you get to the, I mean, your your body is just jelly at the end. You're just gonna fall over. And a lot of people, they do, they do get to the point of just imagine. like collapsing, where they're like, I can't even. Every muscle in my body does not work. Do you think anymore. they get a runner's high? I think they get something beyond that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you got to think the runner's high plus bikers and swimmer high. I mean, <laughs> they're probably not sleeping until Friday. No. Uh, in uh, official water temperature, so comfortable swimming temperature water is around 70 degrees. Was it around that? It was around 63 and a half. Oh, so, it's a little chilly, little but not chilly. too bad. It's funny because they have pictures posted up on their Facebook page, and you see the, the start area yeah. where all the men are about to get into the water, and you have maybe 20, you can see about 20 men, and they're all in their wetsuits, mm-hmm. right? And, and they were allowed for this because of the water temperature. Meaning the wetsuit legal, they call it. And uh, there was one guy just in his shorts. Nice. (laughs) Everyone else around him, swimming caps, wetsuits. This guy, shorts, and he's like looking around like, oh, shoot. I forgot to pack mine. Well, yeah, because they, they, I mean, if they even take the wetsuit off, sometimes they don't, they they wear something that they can just simply jump on a bike. Oh, yeah, the biking shorts. They just wear that type of outfit. Yeah, Um, But yeah. Anyway, pretty cool to see. Pretty cool to see those events, and good good job to all those people. High yeah. fives! Congrats. Uh, they're going to probably be taking an ice bath today. Go eat at something. some point. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Karma. <laughs> Wait, you're supposed to do that before, right? Yes. I don't know. I don't know what working out is. Uh, <sighs> you can also uh, listen to this fine award winning program wherever you are on the app. That's right. A uh, lot of things going on in the news. A uh, lot of people on the move. Uh, Joey Andrews, uh, our representative in this, uh, what I call the the sliver on the shore. Oh, yes. That is that exactly district. correct. Yeah, That's what they call the district, right? <laughs> no, there's like a special name Probably for this district. Probably the beach district. district. Yeah, I just, but it's the, I call it the sliver because it, like, it's the coast sliver. Yeah. All the way up there. Okay. But anyways, he's uh, making his way to, to Palisades. That's right. Uh, State Representative Joey Andrews will be at Palisades this morning. We got notice over the weekend that he's hosting a roundtable and facility tour at mm. the Palisades Nuclear Power Plant in Covert uh, to underscore the urgency and importance of the Palisades repowering the state of Michigan and the nation. Now, this is interesting because Palisades has been on a trajectory to shut down for quite some time. Yeah. And I thought it was like almost to the point of like, hey guys, we're getting to the point of shutting the. Well, we got mothballs in it right now. Yeah, I mean they're starting to to you know do the do the all, the shutdown, the cleanup, yeah. the mothball, the hey, let's make sure this stuff that has a half life of a you know half right. five hundred million years or whatever it is, let's make sure it's all safe, contained, good to go. But then efforts started. To say, hey, wait a second, why are we shutting down this quote unquote perfectly good nuclear power plant mm-hmm. now? What, we've done interviews, we've done news stories about this for quite some time. Uh, and Palisades, because it was on a trajectory to shut down for so long, some of the long-term maintenance was not done. Right. 
So if you if you have a nuclear power plant and they go by the wire on this, mm -hmm. they really take a look at everything that should be done, could be done, double redundancies, triple redundancies to make sure everything's safe. Yeah. Um, because you don't want to mess around with nuclear energy. Exactly. So they were already at the point of like saying, hey, guys, we're ready to do this. This is this is now in stage whatever yeah. to shut down mode. And yep. now many people have said, hey, wait a minute. Pause that, which also makes it a little difficult because you don't want to stop the certain processes and all that. But yeah, there's been differing opinions. There's been some people yeah. that said, yes, we need this for the community, for jobs, for energy. But then there's other people that say it's going to cost a lot of yeah. money to get that going. So they're having a the discussion today. Yeah, they're continuing the discussion. I mean, it really comes down to two things. Number one is, as you mentioned, money. Yeah. What's it going to take to restart a nuclear power plant? And then the second point is uh, safety. Absolutely. Safety. What do you, What's it going to take to do all the maintenance that was deferred and put off and canceled because... Again, it was on a trajectory to shut down. Do you mm -hmm. do the 25-year maintenance? Do you, do you put new tires on the car that you're going to put out in the parking lot? Right. No, you don't. And so they're going to have to go back and look at that and understand what is it that we didn't do that's going to take now double or triple to do to, again, make sure it's safe. So Joey Andrews down there, his quote uh, – setting up this meeting was in a time when weather disasters are becoming more frequent mm -hmm. and our energy grid is at best unreliable, we must do everything we can to ensure that Michiganders have access to safe, dependable energy resources. So we'll have a news person up there. <laughs> we want to know what's going on. Yeah, no, that's it. That's interesting. And I know this has obviously been an ongoing uh, thing and debate and yeah. story that we've been following. So uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what comes out of that discussion. It will be. Um, other things going on in the news this morning. Another uh, political figure <laughs> uh, out on the road, actually, here in Michigan. Donald yeah. Trump made a stop. Yeah. Uh, a stump speech. Stump speech from uh, Donald Trump, notable friend of the Oakland County Republican Party, uh, visited their Lincoln, their annual Lincoln Day dinner and received his man, a man of the decade award last night. No, okay. yeah, no, um, apparently there was a power outage early in the event, but uh, it, they got everything rectified and, and it was fine, went off as planned. Uh, former President Donald Trump uh, speaking at the county party's annual Lincoln Day dinner, um, it was a fundraiser. It featured tickets that ranged from $250 a plate mm -hmm. to $7,500 a plate. Attendance was estimated at over... A plate? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Maybe maybe for that $7,500, you got to hand out some additional plates. I'm maybe. Not, I'm not I sure. I hope so. Yeah. So, it... Uh, they had they recorded they estimated the attendance was 2500 people okay. which wow. beat his last time he was the keynote speaker at that same venue of 2200 people so yeah first visit to michigan since announcing his 2024 presidential campaign bid so it was a, a meeting fundraiser kind of not not quite a campaign stop it was more of a <laughs> let's let's fill the hopper of the the, I, the money i think all the above because <clears throat> if you talk about a republican party lincoln day dinners this is your let's get together let's dress up fancy let's mm -hmm. let's see what red meat will be served to us from whatever sure. political person that we have i think in the Berrien Berrien county they had Ted Cruz's uh, dad speak. Oh, okay. He's apparently a good speaker. He's he sp spoke here a couple of times. So this is Oakland Oakland County's uh, Republican uh, Lincoln Day speaker keynote. I mean, it's a good get for them. Sure, there were some notable absences um, 
from from that event. I, I don't mm. have a full list of that, but some of the people said, well, I had a wedding to go to or I had to wash my hair or... <laughs> You know, I had to rotate the tires on my kids' RC vehicle. I don't know. I got a thing. Got, got a, a thing, thing going I can't, on. I can't. I can't. Can't go. make it. Uh, so there was that. Mm. Yeah. I always. I, I've said this before. The stump speech or anything like that in campaigning should just be literally go back to the old school stump speech. Like that's all you get. You get a stump in the <laughs> middle of town square. You got your twenty. You got your ten minutes or whatever, and that's how you. That's how you do the presidential campaigns. I, you know, I would modify it. Put a put a stump somewhere. I like yeah. that idea. And you could talk all you want, twenty four seven, right there. You want to yeah. go to hear presidential politics? That's the only place you can hear it. Oh, get off my. You know, I like that idea. <laughs> and put that in 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 every region yes. in the country. Yes, like that is the Southwest Michigan stump. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Detroit stump. It's, yeah. a, it's a great idea. You could stream it on YouTube. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I like the regional stump idea. Mm. That's good stuff. Smart. And then or, they all have to ride the train. <laughs> to get to go the stumps. to all the places yeah. to the stumps and they all got to ride together. It's the stump train. Yeah. Uh, Done. Why, we, don't, why don't they ask us We just things? solved American <laughs> politics for the 21st century just by going back to the 19th century. They really should listen to us. I think so. Yeah. Uh, other things, speaking of driving or moving around and <laughs> moving traveling, around. Yeah. Um, there are... Cameras. <laughs> this is the plan. Everywhere. Yes. But there's there's plans of cameras at construction sites? Highway construction zones. You know it. Uh, you see it every mm-hmm. day. People are zooming through those, breaking the speed limit. Um, and, and, you know, you've seen that popular campaigns give construction workers a break because they want you to slow down through these construction yeah. zones. A lot of stuff is moving. A lot of stuff's happening. Uh, unfortunately, traffic accidents take way too many lives of highway construction workers. Mm-hmm. So the Michigan legislature is thinking about, they're considering a bill, 4132, to um, put cameras, speed cameras, automatic ticket you if you're speeding cameras in work construction zones of, of the roadways. So kind of like the what you see the speed the, cameras, the speed cameras yeah. that you on the like the red light cameras. intersections right. and stuff like that. So that would be like almost also the ones that keep track of what your speed is. Yes. Probably a camera on one of those things too. First violation uh, would uh, let's see. Let's see. A written violation would be issued to first time offenders or those who haven't received a violation in over 3 years. Second time offenders would be fined up to $150. Third time event offenders would be fined up to three hundred dollars. Oh, it would wow. create an automated speed enforcement system, um, and it would implement uh, in in that in any construction zone. And then uh, MSP would have to take a look and see, okay, how's this working right. uh, over the next five years? ACLU says, uh, well, wait a second. We're okay with the idea of putting this automatic cameras in road zones, but we want you to take a look at stuff earlier and report it to the public. Mm, yeah, so, don't wait the five years. Just give us to us like a year-by-year kind of yeah, yeah. check on there. So pass the House. Hmm. Hasn't yet been uh, considered in the Senate, but uh, we'll see. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Because uh, it helps. I mean, even if people know that that's there and yeah. see that that's there, because even if you see one of those, oh, your speed is blah, 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 and it tells you right there in front of you, Usually, you slow down. Yeah. 
So yeah. that may help cut down on some of those accidents. And and we've seen the monitors. We've seen, you know, they can capture your license plate. Uh-huh. They can time stamp it, date stamp it. They can send people uh, based on that information alone, a ticket, you know, who owned the car. Yeah. And they're also, I mean, we see the signs everywhere. Hey, you're going too fast in this area. You're 10 miles over the speed mm-hmm. limit. Mm-hmm. They have all that. Wow. Yeah. Send you your picture in the mail. All that. <laughs> you ever gotten one of those? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought I was going to at one yeah. point. I was driving when I lived out in like the Delaware area. Yeah. I, I thought I had, because I could not, I did not feel I could stop safely. Okay. Um, and I got through it. And as soon as I got to the intersection, I saw the flash, <laughs> but I never got anything in the mail. So there's probably still a ticket waiting me for me somewhere in the state of Delaware. Well, it's probably a warrant for your arrest by now. Probably. <laughs> so I guess that summer vacation in Delaware, not a good Might idea. Might want to postpone or relocate. Uh, a lot of things in the news this morning. This recently just came in. Uh, they're recalling. Yet another thing uh, in, a, in a certain vehicle, the Ford Explorer now has some, some issues that they're looking into. That's right. Ford Motor Company's recall of almost 300,000 Explorer SUVs uh, happened, and now it's under investigation by the Ooh. National Highway Traffic Ooh. Safety Administration, NHTSA. Yeah, you don't want them on your case. After yeah. two complaints that the vehicles behaved erratically after undergoing the recall repair. So in April of last year, Ford mm-hmm. issued a recall of 2020 and 20, uh, all the way through 2022 Explorers with the 2.3 liter engine, the 3 liter and the 3.3 liter hybrids, bunch of them. Um, and the problem was apparently fractures in the rear axle mounting bolt resulted- Sounds important. <laughs> Anytime you say axle and problem- you got you got my attention and cracks and cracks in the any of any of that <laughs> sentence. I'm worried. Yeah, and it sounds expensive. Apparently, can result in the drive shaft disconnecting. Again, okay, again, more problems. Very important. Drive shaft disconnecting issue there. Uh, the uh, the occasional result was the car moving even though it was in park. Mm. So when you put your car in park, you want it to stay. Apparently wasn't doing that. According to documents obtained by the Associated Press, Ford had 235 warranty claims because of the problem. Ford claims that they remediated the issue. They fixed the problem by updating the vehicle software, hmm. which kind of seems like, okay, well, Makes you've sense. got physical cracks in the axle location or the mounting bolts, and you got a software fix for it. That doesn't really track. No. Uh, apparently, NHTSA th- is thinking the same thing, and they are asking Ford for some more information. So it's a recall of a recall. A recall of a recall. Huh. Um, the agency says uh, Explorer owners are complaining that their vehicles are still, uh, they're behaving erratically following the Ford repair. Oh, my gosh. You don't yeah. want that to happen. No. Um, some other things going on in the news. Some stra- strange things happened uh, in Saginaw. Oh, yeah. Uh, where a party got uh, escalated into people getting killed. Yeah. This, this this caught our attention just because it had a few different elements to it of roaming party. Uh-huh. N- not familiar with the concept of roaming parties in a city, but... That's like a like like a progressive dinner where you like you go to appetizers <laughs> at one person's house and then... So, I mean, yeah, because I mean, or, or is it just, hey, we're taking the party down the street to another person's... <laughs> place apparently there were there were report they had uh, police were called several times to disperse a, a crowd and the party uh-huh. and it just kept go moving to different locations well oh. ultimately it ended in tragedy a 51 year old woman a 19 year old man uh, were killed 
and a dozen others wounded oh my uh, when a shooting broke up at, broke out at that large, what became a street party in Saginaw. Uh, the shooting occurred around midnight on Saturday. Police initially said about 200 people were in the area of the party. Wow. Uh, police officers were saying, hey, come on, move along. Let's yeah. not do this. Uh, apparently, three people were also injured and struck by cars. Jeez. As people were fleeing from the gunshots, uh, investigators determined five different guns had been fired during the incident. No arrests made. So Saginaw, keep it off the streets there, please. That's crazy. Yeah, I never th- I've never been to a party that has moved to different places. Yeah. Uh, but that's, yeah, that's crazy to hear. Anyway, um, so, yeah, we'll see what ends up uh, more. I'm sure more to come with that. More, more arrests that. and possible uh, consequences for some of those people. Yep. Um, now for other news, because <laughs> uh, I was like, well, we got a story that I don't, yeah, that's a downer. That's a downer. Yeah. Um, but there's a good story here. A okay. happy story Let's go to for a happy you. Story. Uh, this one, actually not too far from us, a high school golfer from Indiana okay. gonna, is going viral because his name, Yeah. get this, golfer yeah. name, okay. what do you think the golfer's name would be? You already seen it, but what would you think? If you're gonna if you're I, gonna name your child that's say high school age based off of golf at the time, yeah. what would you probably I mean, you name could it? think Tiger Woods, you think Arnold sure. Palmer, uh Jack Nicholas. Another great golfer, Happy Gilmore. Ah. Well, Happy <laughs> announced on happy. Friday that his plans to golf at Ball State University. Okay. Uh, he says, I'm really excited to announce that I've committed to continue my academic and golf career at Ball State University. Very grateful for the opportunity <laughs> uh, that has been given to me. I'd like to thank my family, yada, yada, yada. But uh, Happy's real name is not Happy. It's oh. actually Landon. Okay. But they, they call him Happy probably because his last name is Gilmore and he plays golf. Can he golf like Happy Gilmore? See, I was wondering, does he do the run-up thing? Yeah. The but, little, the run-up and hop. And the and hockey then, thing, yeah. Yeah, and does he putt with a hockey stick? <laughs> but what's cool about it is having a cool name like that, people like Adam Sandler uh, oh. posted, hey, go get him Happy, pulling for you. Now, Christopher McDonald, who played Shooter McGavin, said, hey, congrats, but I tell you what, you'd be some, something in uh, long drive, longest driving contest might be better suited for you. Heck, you uh, uh, probably make a good living on it, traveling around, hustling at driving ranges. Just a thought. Shooter. Nice. Shooter. Shooter. But there you go. That's funny. I, I love the Happy Gilmore movie. It's one of my one of my favorites. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I believe you can stream it on, uh, well, one of the streaming One of the streaming things, there. yeah. Uh, another thing is uh, you've been hearing about Pat Sajak and Wheel of Fortune and how he's going to retire. Yes. Now, there hasn't been real, a lot of things going on when it comes to who's going to be the next host. Yeah. Um, but you also never heard about if Vanna White was going to retire. Oh, I just assumed. I, you kind of thought, hey, we're, we're both I mean, going to go Package out. deal. She said, mm, no, I'm going to stick around, but <laughs> I want more money. Oh, wait a second. She wants a huge raise uh, uh, to stay on Wheel of Fortune uh, after Pat leaves because they haven't figured out what the host is going to be. Maybe his daughter might be Ryan Seacrest. Who knows? But she's like, I'm going to get paid either way. Yeah. Um, now, she makes... <laughs> $3 million a year. I'm astounded by that. Just because, I mean, she she 
she does a lot on the show beyond just the tap. I will say beyond tapping the numbers or the letters and moving all that stuff. She doesn't even have to turn them stuff. anymore. It used to be that they have to turn the letters. Yeah. Now she just taps the little thing and a green screen magic just makes the letter appear. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so what she's saying is I have so much experience. I can help the new host through this. Because I can tap the letters right. Well, she also, I mean, she has tons of credibility on the show, too. As, as That is the word. Yeah. No, I mean, she's been around for the as almost as long as, as Pat Sajak. Yes. So yes. she's got notoriety being part of the name of Wheel of Fortune. Because when you think of Wheel of Fortune... You think of Pat Sajak and Vanna White. You do. You do. You think of the pair. Yeah. But $3 I just, million, dollars, I think, wow. in my opinion, is not enough. Oh, my God. Yeah. $3 million. So what was what's Sajak getting? Five times more than that. He makes $15 million, That's Which astounding. even then I'm surprised. Well, and, and I did. You told me you're going to talk about this. So I Googled a little bit. And according to one of the celebrity websites, Drew Carey mm-hmm. makes a little over... Ten million? Is that right? No. To do prices right, twelve and a half million a year. Twelve and a half million a year. So he doesn't for prices right. Yes, mm-hmm. he doesn't earn as much as Pat Sajak. Hmm. Well, he hasn't been there long enough. That's true. That's true. Bob He's, Barker was probably making close to that. He was making ten mil, but in yeah. his time, that was more. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. If 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 Bob Barker was still doing it, Bob Barker would probably still be making more than. Than Pat Sajak, but I, I don't agree. know. Yeah, she wants a raise. I'm not sure how much she wants. Um, <laughs> but she's part of the show. She's part of the show's look, the feel, uh, and and the appeal. Uh, her enthusiasm and uh, <laughs> oh, it's an X. You know, she does. I will say beyond the the show itself, she does a lot of behind the scenes stuff, yeah. and they they've expanded their reach with yes. podcasts and yes. video segments and a bunch yeah. of different things and. Um, so I mean, in my opinion, yeah. If you wanna, if you wanna take the next generation yeah. on the right way, you either say, "Hey, yeah, we'll let you go as well," or you see her as the person that helps them transition into the future. I miss the days when they had the prizes right on the stage with them, mm. and they they'd make them choose like, "What do you want? You want?" And they went shopping. Mm. That was a long time ago. So we'll see. I mean, I'd say pay her. Double her money or something like that. I don't know. And then... I'm going to say leave it up to the new host. Who do you want? <laughs> or maybe uh, the new host does double duty. I think they should just make her the host. That'd be fun. I think she's got a great personality. Yeah. So... Yeah. yeah. So I think I would do that. Okay. That's That's my opinion. If I were the producer, I'd make Vanna White the host... <laughs> Have the daughter be the 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 number the letter, the letter tapper. Yeah. Maybe trade off on stuff. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But we'll see what ends up happening. Your uh, your primetime television may Three be different. Three million bucks a year. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That's a good gig. Yeah.